Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. The Lord just is faithful. You ask and you shall receive, right? Absolutely. And I said those words this morning. Did you really? I did. I said the Lord is faithful. Yes. Said it to somebody this morning. Yeah. He is. He's very faithful. Thing about it is, is it's amazing to when you're having a um a time, which maybe we'll talk about this in the next podcast, but uh-huh. Just how faithful the Lord is. He is. It just amazes me. Yeah. This is why I, I know I say it like a broken record that I have to write them down. Like I will oh, be certainly absolutely. writing down what just happened this morning with us. Right. Because it, I think right, well, I don't want to rely on my memory because we've talked about that. Because your memory <laughs> is horrible along with mine. Right. <laughs> and so writing it down, you can't forget Right, and when you write it down and you go back, you know, if you're going through something or whatever, it gives you hope that you're going to get through the next thing. Yeah, it's comforting. Absolutely. It brings you comfort. Aren't you so glad we have God's Word? Oh, my goodness. I just wish people could get a hold of how important God's Word is. Like, I'm not being goofy or anything. I'm just saying that. Man, y'all, things will happen in your life if you are in God's Word. Yeah. You know, God... God is... um, He's faithful, but I think sometimes you can't predict what He's going to do. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you could just be walking through a storm and then... All of a sudden, it's like, whoa, 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 what's happening? Yeah. Like something really good and wonderful happens out of the storm. And then before you know it, the Lord is blessing you in so many different ways. You still have the storm. Right. You still have the thing, but man, he's faithful. Yeah. Every, Every little thing has purpose for our benefit. And his glory is, yeah. Our benefit, his glory. glory. And like even when we read the scripture now, there's stuff that just keeps popping up that is like. Listen, y'all have to ask for the Lord to have, for you, for the Lord to give you eyes to see and ears to to hear. We're really telling you the truth. You just have to ask. It's not. It's not hard. If your heart motive, if your heart is right and you genuinely ask, yeah. the scriptures say you'll receive. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you and it's not just, ask It's then? just amazing because Naomi and I will sit here and we'll just ask the Lord, you know, what is it that we should do for the podcast? We don't come in here going, okay, we're going to talk about X, Y, and Z. Yeah. We, we've said this before. We literally come in here. 
we look at each other and go, hmm. And we've got a blank stares. Right, blank stares. Like, okay, it was you were supposed to figure it out. I mean, because I know before, like we said, we, we record on Friday. So it's you got to remember, it's the end of the week for us. We've seen all kinds of people. Yes. We don't. We're tired, people. We're tired. We talk all day, so it's kind of like, oh. (laughs) And so we're like, we literally rely on the Lord. 100%. Because we are not like writing notes down throughout the week. Going, okay, we need to do a podcast on XYZ. Yeah. That doesn't happen that way. We don't have it. We may have an idea. For a podcast that we just shout out but th- that's as far as it goes y'all like we don't right. have anything any content no and so no this morning was just we were we, s- we were really at a loss because we like didn't even have those ideas in our head and i think no. we kind of were talking about even though that was holy week it was, it hard. was hard week we had so many distractions in our quiet yeah. time and- because see when we do our quiet time you guys like um we value our mornings mm-hmm. be and we try to start our our work day a little bit later in the morning or don't you start like around 11 yeah i'll do 10 Usually. but i prefer 11 yeah and but i I'll do totally prefer 12 <laughs> <laughs> i do yeah i totally prefer 12 so i get up very early in the morning i think it's early and i immediately go into my time with the Lord and I just cherish that because I need that to be able to counsel for one. Yes. You know, Uh I I don't know how we do it without that. Yeah. But this past week was like distractions. Stuff was just popping up and my mind wasn't like my heart was in it. Sure. My mind was like scattered all over and I know it was the enemy. I just really, Here's what I've noticed for weeks now is like the enemy's at work, but I see the Holy Spirit quick at work too. Uh huh. You know? Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I was, so, you know, we're sitting here looking at each other. Duh. Blank stares. What are we going to do? No talk words about? coming out of our mouth. Right. So we said, okay, let's just pray. Yeah. Yeah. And so we prayed and God is faithful. I, I could hear, I was the one praying, but. Again, I was just praying, and I could hear Kim writing stuff down. So I'm like, hallelujah. You know, the Lord is talking to her heart. And then, you know, your topic was, he is risen. He is risen. That's what you heard. And the weirdest thing is, we're like, okay, where is that in scripture? And she just flipped. Literally. flip. I literally took my pages, flipped, bam, right on Mark 16. Right. And the title of Mark 16 is, He is Risen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So when you're hearing this, this is Easter Monday. Yeah. And I think it's so appropriate that we talk about this. Right. He is risen. Hallelujah that he has. My goodness. That is what the whole gospel is. Yeah. About. Yeah, exactly. Wow. But the scriptures are so important. So yeah. we thought we would just read some scripture mm-hmm. and then we're going to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, go ahead, Nate. You start. <laughs> okay. Where do you want me to read to? Um, I don't care. Wherever you want wherever you want to stop. Okay. 
So this is Mark 16, starting verse 1. It says, Now when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome, Salome bought spices that they might come and anoint him. Very early in the morning on the first day of the week, they came to the tomb when the sun had risen. And they said among themselves, Who will roll away the stone from the door of the tomb for us? But when they looked up, they saw that the stone had been rolled away, for it was very large. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man clothed in a long white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. Okay, stop right there. Let me just point this out, because when we were reading this, yeah, um, I just think it's interesting that um, <clears throat> Mary Magdalene, you know, they go to the tomb... They see a young man clothed in a long white robe sitting on the right side. And I just think that's incredible that Jesus sits now at the right side of the Father. Yeah. And I just noticed that there were three that came to go put spices on Jesus. Let's see. Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene. Mary the mother of James and Salome. Okay. Mhm. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. And we okay. we know what 3. Yep. 3 is a very important number. Yeah. Biblically. Okay, go ahead and oh, 6. Verse 6 says, "But he said to them, do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who is crucified. He is risen. Yes. He's not here. See the place where they laid him? But go tell his disciples and Peter." That he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him as he said to you. Okay, now wait a minute. So I think this is a good point uh, to just just, um, point out here. Verse 7. But go tell his disciples... And Peter, mm-hmm. and what, and when we, when I had said this to you, yeah. I think your point is really good. What did you say? Um, because Peter was so consumed in his shame for betraying Jesus mm. when the rooster crowed three times and he yeah. betrayed him. He yeah. had denied him three he times. He denied him three times. Yeah. So, so that's why, I mean, he is a disciple, but I think it's interesting that, um, that he's saying, but go tell his disciples and Peter. Which makes me think maybe Peter wasn't hanging out with the disciples. Again, he was in his shame and probably felt. Right. Because by then, the other disciples may have known. And maybe they didn't, but I couldn't. If I was Peter, I wouldn't be like hanging out with the disciples like nothing, like I hadn't. Did nothing right wrong. You know what I mean. I probably would be yeah. hiding in my closet, yeah, <laughs> crying and just well, yeah. Once he totally figured out like what he did, disappointed and ashamed of myself. Yeah, but you know what? It almost speaks to the heart of of Jesus. Uh-huh. It does. You know because he's got Peter on his mind. He right. says the disciples, but and Peter. Right. I think he wanted to make it clear to the three women. Don't, don't forget Peter. Yeah, make sure you find Peter and tell him. Yeah. Like that was a priority for Jesus. Yeah, that's what I think too. Uh-huh, for oh, sure. that's so good. Yeah. Okay, verse um, 8. Yes, so they went out quickly and fled from the tomb, for they trembled and were amazed. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. Okay, wait. They were amazed and they were afraid. Yeah. Interesting, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Did they really not say anything? Because it does say, and they said nothing to anyone for they were. Afraid. I think they were. They were just so consumed in, in the fact that they didn't see Jesus there. They mm-hmm. saw. They saw a guy. You know, in a white. You know, they saw a young man clothed in a long white robe, mm-hmm. and they were alarmed. It said. And then the guy in the white long robe, which. Let's just talk about this, Nay, because verse six, Mm -hmm. it says, but he said to them, do not be alarmed. That's he with a small H. Yes, it it was probably an angel. Right. But that appeared like a man. Right. Because they can take different forms. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good good points. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so in verse nine in our in our Bible is the caption is Mary Magdalene sees a risen Lord. So go ahead, Nate. Now, when he rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven demons. Mm-hmm. She went and told those who had been with him, as they mourned and wept. And when they heard that he was alive, he had been he had been and, seen by her mm-hmm. they did not believe so they this did is follow the commands and they did go the at least the instructions from the angel and they did go and tell people so mary went and told um says it, she went and told those who had been with him so that probably the dis- the, disciples. the disciples right because it, <clears throat> Back in 7, it says, but go tell his disciples yeah. and Peter. So I think they were just like, okay, we're running. We're going to go. Um, we're going to go tell them. Yeah. But it's interesting. I mean, because how many times do we say, look at the character of the person and look at the mm-hmm. intent of their heart. Uh-huh. And these, I mean... Really, would Mary Magdalene, would these three, would these three people, would they actually go to the disciples and like play a trick on them? Right. No, like their heart was right. was for Jesus. And so something that amazing. Why would you think? You're lying. Yeah, why would you think? <laughs> and, and it says right here, and when they heard that he, capital H, was alive and had been seen by her, uh, Mary Magdalene, they did not believe. And and why wouldn't they remember what Jesus kept forewarning them about? I'm going to go away, but I'm going to come right back three days later. He actually even said three days later. So I He mean, gave why the would instruction. Not... Like when they go, okay, wait a minute, what day is this? Yeah. Wait, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh. Oh, wait a minute. What? Like, and then wouldn't they be just so, like, full of amazement and joy? But then let's let's stop and think. They are fleshly humans, and they were grieving a death. True. Their body, they were probably feeling that shock, like what we feel like the first few days of death. Right. Yeah. Well, and plus, still, like they could they don't remember get... things. I mean, I remember even thinking about my own situations where someone had died that was close to me. I would forget 
phone numbers. I would forget things that were in my head for years and years and years and yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. So maybe. But were... the amazement that, oh my goodness, Jesus isn't in the tomb. And we know that that's where he was laid to rest. So maybe they're in yeah. shock too, you yeah. know. Could and, be. And then like these other people, they're just like, what? Like, we don't well, even know what also, you're saying. Mary had explained this after Jesus appeared to her because they said and when they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her they didn't believe so this wasn't Mary saying hey I went to the tomb and it's empty she's saying um hey you guys I've seen I seen Jesus <laughs> yeah because it says he appeared first to Mary right out of whom he had cast seven she went and told okay but let's think about this though see this is where i get a little hung up because i keep going back to the young man clothed in a white a long white robe sitting on the right side to me that has to be jesus and not an angel i don't think so you don't think no, so because i don't think they would reference jesus as a young man clothed in a long white robe I think it is just an angel. Jesus, I believe, is in in heaven until he came back down and appeared. I think you're right. Mary. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Okay. But see, that's the interesting part, too, is that maybe they didn't go run and tell anyone because it wasn't until after Mary Magdalene had an encounter with Jesus and he appeared to her. And then she went and told, hey, Jesus is alive and I've seen him in verse 11, and they didn't believe her. Right. Yeah. So let's go to 12, yeah. where it says Jesus appears to two disciples. Yeah, it says, after that, he appeared in another form to two of them as they walked and went into the country. And that, we're thinking, is the road to yeah. Emmaus, right? Uh, the two, The two men that were... How funny is that? They had no idea they were talking to Jesus until he went to their home and sat down and broke bread. Right. Crazy. <laughs> um, it says, and they went and told it to the rest, but they did not believe them either. This is killing me. Like, yeah. what are you people? Like, what's what's it going to take? But what you all need to notice is that um, that was the first encounter. Mary Magdalene, the second encounter is the two men. Mm-hmm. And then there's a third appearance. Then they finally got it after the third time, number three. That's like a smack on the forehead, like, wow. Yeah. Took you three times? Right. Uh-huh. So that's in verse 14. It says, later he appeared to the eleven as they sat at the table, and he rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart because they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen. Okay, let's stop right there. Uh -huh. Here's my question. How many times do we, we say we believe, but are we doubting any time? Right. This makes no sense to me. Why do we do that? We're, this is like one of those things you either believe or you don't. Yeah. 
you need to be all in or not. Correct. Or else that's considered being lukewarm, which we know in Revelation, we're not supposed to be lukewarm. Because yes. it says if we're going to be lukewarm, Jesus is going to vomit us out of his mouth. And let's just use Jesus' words. He says, hardened heart. That's what he's calling it. A hardened heart. You hear that, y'all? Yeah. Unbelief Equals. is a hardened heart. That's Jesus' words, not us. We just right. read that. Right. He rebuked oh. their unbelief and hardness of heart. Yeah. Because they didn't believe those that had seen him after he had risen. There is so much to that, to those few words. I mean, there is. Where do you have a hardened heart? We just have to reevaluate ourselves. Where do we have a hardened heart? Because he clearly does not like that. No. Because he wasn't like, hey, y'all, I'm here. He was like, rebuke them. Immediately. They were rebuked by Jesus, the risen Jesus. For their unbelief. Ouch. Yeah. That stung. <laughs> after all, after all Jesus just went through and I they're know. not going to believe. He, he told them. He said it. He told them what was going to happen, which See, let me just point this out. The Lord will the Lord will tell you. The Lord will speak to your heart. The Lord will give you direction and tell you things. Mm -hmm. But what do you have to do first? You gotta, you gotta seek Him. Yeah. You have to believe in Him. Of, I mean, bottom line. Okay, so you guys, this Jesus in this what we're reading physically appeared before the disciples and used His mouth to utter the words. Right. How does He speak to us today? It's through the Bible. It's the same thing, you guys. It's the same as if Jesus yes. was sitting and reading this Bible to you. Yes. It's, it's the, the word. It's these words between this front cover and back cover is the Jesus same. Speaking. Right. It's the same words as he's saying here in in uh, right. Mark. So there's, there's no excuse or any difference. Like, oh, that was back then when Jesus was yeah, no, no, actually no. walking no, the earth. No, no, no. It's this, now. This is this, this is, is what that is right. for us. So tell me this. Why wouldn't you read your Bible? I don't know. Don't, don't, you, don't you want to read your Bible to get the words from Jesus so you know what you're doing in this world, in this life? Right. You have to, you have to read his words yes. again to know him. But if he's saying, what was that scripture you just pointed out? 14? What? About the rebuking? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, 14, yeah, yeah. verse 14. Yeah. And he rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart because they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen. I mean, I just think it's a good point that you say that he rebuked them. He used his mouth mm -hmm. and his words to rebuke him. Now, here's his words in this book, and you're going to learn instruction from yeah, him. Yeah, so this this is Jesus speaking to all of us. This is not yeah. Jesus just speaking to disciples. He's, he's pretty much saying, and believe me, I've been rebuked. Like, we all probably at a time, Jesus is saying and rebuked us for our unbelief and our hardness of heart. Don't you think that that's the Holy Spirit's conviction? Yeah. We need that. But you just can't keep falling into that. 
no hardness of heart you right have to say like you said i'm all in I'm you're all, all in. in i'm not one foot out and one foot in you right. cannot have one no, no, foot no, no, in the no, world no. and one foot in christianity no i'm believing it you, no you can't that doesn't fly yeah god doesn't deserve that from us no i mean come on look at what he's i mean in this resurrection weekend look what he all endured on friday and let me just point out with what he endured and we have been reading about how jesus never tapped into any of his power to not feel right any of the pain he could have just said okay you know okay okay, Okay, lord Lord, just just make this happen you know let me not feel anything that's what my prayer would been like okay lord i'm gonna go to the cross but take all the pain away right he didn't even pray that y'all no he did not even pray that no he sacrificed that he felt all of it he did and and he could have in a flat second say okay lord i'll do this but or he could have said there was no but look how many times we say Okay, Lord, I'll do this, but will you negotiation oh, negotiating so with the Lord? No, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. Why don't we just listen to the Lord to begin with? And can you see, you guys, why it's so much more of a testimony of His love by Him not tapping into His power? Because yeah. then we would have those people that say, "Oh." He, you know, he he's did not this. really the example right. because he had supernatural powers right. that he used. Right. He didn't. But he did have supernatural he powers. He does, but he didn't use them. And he didn't use them, which we're going to talk about that in the next podcast. Right. Um, but. Isn't that amazing? Oh, my goodness. So amazing. Okay. So um, he, because they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen. Okay. What's for 15, nay? And let me just point out, so he just rebuked them, but that doesn't mean that they were useless. Yes. So here we go. This is why we... Yeah. Now, this is why he, we just, have he just put them in their place. Yes. And now he he's... still get, wants to use them. Yes. He still wants... He still, he still sees purpose. Yes. He still sees purpose perfect. in the broken. So he forgived them. He did. He he and did. And he says, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. That's one. They will speak with new tongues. That's two. They will take up serpents. Three. And if they drink anything deadly... It will by no means hurt them. That's four. They will lay hands on the sick. Five. And they will recover. Six. Oh, that's so good. Those are the signs. Uh-huh. Those are the signs. So we have to go out and preach the gospel. That's what he's telling us. That's what he's telling these people. Even after he rebuked them for having a hard heart, he still still saw purpose in him and he's like okay now get out there uh-huh because clearly if you don't believe what you're seeing right now because i'm standing right in front of you and i'm i'm rebuking your unbelief get out there and start sharing the gospel with everyone so everyone 
whether you were rebuked or had a hardened heart or still working on that can be used by the Lord. You, you, you have to believe. And then he's telling you what we need to do, which to me, these are signs of those that are true believers. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because faith without works right. is dead. Right. Absolutely. Faith will die. You will, you will, it's kind of like if you don't practice what you believe, it, it will it, no longer be a belief. You'll you'll pick up a new belief, flat. and that's how you'll live out your life. Mm. Because if you live out your life by what you believe. Your character and your actions are based on what you believe. So right? here's a question. Do you believe a lie? Right. Because if you believe a lie, then all of a sudden, that's the foundation you're working off of. Right. The only truth that there is, it's in God's word. So shouldn't we... So are you living off of a lie that good works get you into heaven or there's yeah. multiple ways to get to, to heaven. heaven or I don't have to do anything right. to get to heaven? Yeah. Or I don't have to change my lifestyle. Yeah. You know, all I have to do is just ask God for forgiveness. I'm good. Yeah. No, you've got to have action behind that. Yeah. Are those that, that are atheists don't even believe in God? Yeah. That's, that's, that's a lie. It is a lie. It's, a, it's a total lie. Mm-hmm. What else? Wow. What else um, were you going to say? And I, I, I can see these signs happening today. You know? There is casting out demons, speaking in new tongues, take up serpents. Now, take up serpents means, and we know this in our study notes, um, it does not refer to handling snakes in religious ceremonies, yes. but casting them away without being harmed. And there's another verse, Acts 28, 3 through 6, you could go look at. Mm-hmm. Um, take up mean, can also mean remove, take away, cast away. Um, Yeah, there's a lot to that, but so can you mm-hmm. see how important Monday is? Easter Monday? Yeah. I mean, that's where it just I don't want to say that's where it began because Friday it began. Um but man, so much happened when they rolled that stone away and he wasn't there. Right. You know, and I love where it says, um, and you guys, this is prophetic. What Jesus is speaking thousands of years ago about what they would do is prophetic because the the, the disciples weren't weren't doing that until after Jesus went to heaven. So this was prophetic words written mm. once the Holy Spirit was given to. The disciples then that was the supernatural power they had to be able to fulfill these signs this is prophetic words that jesus was speaking mm-hmm. and let me just also point this out this what we've read these scriptures about you know jesus was in the tomb they rolled away the stone he wasn't there um and then he he appears to the disciples mm-hmm. That story has never changed. Right. 
You know, you know that old uh, kids game in school, uh, telephone, the telephone game where you say something to one kid and then they yes. repeat it to the next yes. and by the uh-huh. get to the end, it's, it's all messed up. Which is how I <laughs> repeat my stories. <laughs> I don't know how to keep it all straight. Well, this has not changed. This story has never changed. Just think about that. And it's kind of like this, like if you tell me a story like what you did on the weekend, and uh-huh. you're like, no, you didn't do that. Right. It's your story. It's your truth, your testimony, your yeah. experience. Right. You can't take someone and say, no, you, no, that's not what you did on the weekend. Right. So, I mean, and and we know that what's in this Bible is, is truth. Yeah. You have Every to believe word. that. I yes. mean, maybe you question it, and if that's so, then you're... You're living in this unbelief and hardness of heart. But guess what? Just like you and I, because we have a deep relationship with the Lord, and many, many others do, There, we have experience to say, guess what happened? Yeah. Like we share with you guys on the podcast. Yeah. Like, you can't come to us and say, no, Jesus didn't put he is risen on your heart, and then you flipped. I witnessed that with my eyes right now. Flipped I'm a witness to of what, it. What you did, yes. where the Holy Spirit was working, and there is no coincidences because that's right. That's because not, I looked at you and I'm like, there's how many pages in this Bible? Right, thousands. Right, right. And so, um, that that's what I'm saying. This is the same thing. This is how you believe. Is have your own experiences, people. Have your own experiences and write them Christ. down. Write them down. Because that's a sign. Mm-hmm. That is a sign that you're walking with Christ and you're a believer because mm-hmm. you are having experiences. And you're having and experiences? We have experiences every single week, y'all. Yeah. Every single week. He is, you will have experiences. We will have experiences. For this fact, He is risen. Yes. He's, He's risen. Alive. He's alive. He's not dead. He's oh, alive. Right. And He has a purpose and a plan for your life. And remember, he died on the cross so we can have a relationship with the Father. Yes. It wasn't so we could have a clean conscience. No. It was to make us pure and holy so that we could be before the Lord. That's right. When our time comes. Yes. He put on, he took his glory and put that on us so that in his righteousness, he handed over to us. Yes. But we have to live in it. We have to believe it. We have to believe it for sure. Let's finish in 19 and 20. Okay. Those are really good. Okay, let's finish. So the heading says, Christ ascends to God's right hand. So then, after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. Amen. Oh my goodness, that's so good. So see, just like we just said, yeah, go out and make your own experiences, which confirms the Word of God. That's right. That is your sign that the Word of God is true. Right. And, is and is working. Mm-hmm. Definitely, and is working. Yeah. Ooh, He is risen. This is so good. I hope right. uh, everybody enjoys their Easter Monday. Yes. And just thinks, think about um, Resurrection Weekend. Yeah. What it, what it means for you personally. Yeah. And what you're going to do differently to show your appreciation and your love for Christ. Right. Yeah. It's a new beginning, a fresh start, right. a restart. Yes. 
Amen. I, I love it. Okay. okay. Well, hey, this has been good. Yep. You and you know what? Before you say see you later, did you ever, uh, were you ever sitting in church? This is old church where you say, where the pastor would say, he is risen. And then the congregants would say, he is risen indeed. Really? Yes. That's a thing. Oh, I haven't heard that. Yes. Well, he is risen. He is risen indeed. Amen, sister. Amen. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.